right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. It's Macy's Friends and Family Sale. With an extra 30% off the gifts you'll love to give. And get 15% off beauty with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of big savings, like 25% off dressed-up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off luggage from Samsonite, Delsey, and more. Download the free Macy's app for more great deals at Macy's. What a great show of respect here in Chicago. This is where these guys started. Where they cut their teeth. Where they became the men they are today. What? Oh my god! What the? What are you? Tyson, what are you? Hello, Braden Harrington here from Post Wrestling, and I know what everyone is thinking. The elephant in the room, who is the new co-host for Up Next? Yes, bartender Dave has decided to take his ball and go home, so to speak. So here at Up Next, we wish him the best in his future endeavors uh, he's doing his own thing, and uh, salute to you, good sir. Um, we are still on good terms. We are friends. We, uh, we, are, we are cool. Trust me when I say this. But... Fuck what I said. It don't mean shit now. Fuck the presents. Might as well grow them out. Fuck all those kisses. They didn't mean jack. Fuck you, you hope. I don't want you back. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you. It's time for a change. Enough is enough. So I have brought in someone else to, to fill the slot of a co-host. And he is also Bartender Dave. He is Bartender David. Davey. Davey Portman. Hello there. How is everyone today? Wow. See, you don't have a catchphrase yet. And uh, so we'll work on that. But, sure. But uh, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A uh, bit tired. It's been a pretty stressful week, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to join the post-wrestling family. Yes. Okay. So a little uh, to catch everyone up to speed here. Um, I started What's Next with Jason Agnew years ago for the live audio wrestling. And the show was just an excuse for us to talk about uh, NXT wrestling every week when it would just kind of started on the WWE Network. And for us to just tell our stupid karaoke stories. Um, well, David here actually met 
me at one of Jason Agnew's shows, the the two strikes, the Rumble strikes. Uh, yeah, Rumble strikes, like two thousand seventeen. So uh, since then, uh, we've fallen in love uh, as friends, and I mean, you know, maybe more. You're working on your PR, and you need to get married to someone to stay in this country. So if you need to to marry, we can do a Chuck and Larry thing. Sure. I mean, I have had some uh, prettier offers, but all right. Yeah. I mean, less hairier cool. offers. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so since then, um, you bought. I remember you were you were at the sh- the show, and you you came up to uh, probably all the law people. Uh, John and Way probably were not talking to you. Were they there? I think I was. So I was very drunk. Oh, okay. That night, um, I went to surprise. I was trying to find someone to go with me to see the show. So I'm I'm really. Uh, I'm really into improv and I'm really into wrestling, so it kind of made sense to go to an improv wrestling show. Um, but didn't find anyone to go with. Got pretty drunk at my favorite bar, and then thought, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go anyway." Yep. So hopped in a taxi, went to comedy bar, and at the end of the show, I was pretty wasted, <laughs> and I recognized uh, John Pollock. So I went over and you probably tried to talk said to him. Hello, and he, and he probably said hi, and then didn't want to talk. to Well, him. I offered him a <laughs> shot, and he was like, "I won't, but this guy will," and. Uh, and it was my introduced me ass. to this idiot. Um, <laughs> so I think we did some polar bears and Burt Reynolds, like pretty uh, basic shots. Sure, but um, yes, the rest is history. Uh, I remember the night that uh, we started drinking. That night, I I made we I was pretty hammered too. Uh, we made a bet because it was like, oh, you're British. How? What, tell me about British things. And I I remember that um, we agreed that night. That if WrestleMania is ever in London, in the what's the big arena there? Sorry, I, it would be no, it would be Wembley Stadium Wembley, for right. uh, for Mania. So when when Mania goes to Wembley, we're going to Wembley for WrestleMania. I remember making that deal uh, when we first met. So uh, I, I I will hold to it. Absolutely. So, um, so that is how we met, and then uh, we started going out karaoke, uh, drinking, of course, because we clearly have issues and um ever since then we've become we've become good friends simply because we're both wrestling nerds uh big big wrestling nerds most of the time we spend out uh we talk about wrestling um in fact you are a huge listener of all the shows that uh the law has produced in the past and uh you you watch nxt you go to all the shows you are insane you are a mark you yeah. go. You were just at Takeover in New Orleans. You were just in WrestleMania. You go to all the shows. You've been at like every Takeover. I think I've been to the past like seven, seven Takeovers. I think so. Yeah. So you are qualified to be on this show. Probably more qualified than I am, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I thought that you know, uh, with with the slot being open here. What better chance to bring on uh, uh, someone who is like my friend now? You have become one of my very good friends, and uh, you're a wrestling mark just like me. So now we have we've come full circle here. I know somewhere, some some place, Jason Agnew is, is is looking down on us, proud simply because we're recording this in my house and I'm in his basement, and the, I know he's the home. Bracement. The bracement, the bracement. Yes, uh, yes. Um, so this show is kind of the the post wrestling millennial kind of show. We're going to talk about stupid things, probably our personal lives. Maybe we'll get too personal. I don't know, but uh, this is a new era. I mean, Johnny Gargano has finally defeated Tommaso Ciampa. He 
he has gotten that monkey off his back. And, and because since that show, I feel like NXT is now going into this new direction, this new era. And so will this show up next on postwrestling.com iTunes. If you haven't heard us before and you're wondering, well, what am I listening to right now? Well, uh, this is up next. And every week we review NXT wrestling and we talk about it because we're nerds. So uh, welcome to what this is going to be. It should be a lot of fun. So um, what should we do? Should we just get into NXT this week? Sure. All right, let's go. All right. Well, I, I mentioned that this is a new era in NXT. Well, the new intro here, the video package for the show, uh, has a bunch of new faces that we did see at TakeOver New Orleans, including in the, in the intro package to NXT, it has the Velveteen Dream's elbow drop off the ladder because it's the craziest spot. The visual from him jumping off that was insane. Uh, I, there also was a mention of the Bruno San Martino uh, passing, the graphic there. Uh, rest in peace. Um, do you know anything about Bruno San Martino? Um, not a whole lot. Right. I mean, obviously, I know what I've been told in recent yeah. years, like longest WWE, well, WWF champ. Um, it was Seven before years. my time. Seven years. Yeah. I mean, it was before a lot of yeah. time. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him at uh, oh. WrestleMania 31. Uh, was at the fan access and was right at the front. Well, I say me, I like shook his hand. Did um, you buy him a polar bear shot? It, no, it was... Uh, Sicilian kiss, probably, <laughs> for Bruno there. Um, yeah, it was when Triple H was revealing his statue at access. Oh, nice. Right at the front and he walked around and shook his hand. and Yeah, okay. so that was cool. But haven't really seen any of his matches okay. or anything, but understand his influence. Yeah, in when I was younger, I, I didn't watch wrestling until I was a little bit older, but I, I have heard about him and I knew about him. A lot of uh, um, like Italians here in the Toronto area, I mean, Toronto's a multicultural city, a lot of people growing up would always talk about him, and uh, it's, it's, I guess, sad, but 82, mm. uh, you know, he's lived a life. I, I, I want to die when I'm 27, and I'm only 26, yeah. so... So you need to get more famous first, I yeah, guess. Yeah, if you, I got a year. Wanna, yeah, a few, mo- a few months, really. <laughs> I've missed that opportunity oh, now. Yeah. Um, we start off our show with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. They are reinstated to NXT. Full Sail is hot tonight. This is the first set of tapings after the TakeOver New Orleans. They are back in Full Sail in Florida. He is on the microphone. He says that it's good to be home. He couldn't... He he can't he can't even he can't even describe his feelings and emotions towards the NXT universe. He says, "Thank you for always having my back and bringing your Johnny Gargano signs." He says, I, "It got to the point where I couldn't even say Champa's name. It it over it overcame me. But now I'm I've gotten that off my back and I'm and I'm here with my wife Candice. And tonight she will face Zelina. Tonight Candice LeRae against Zelina." in the main event of NXT in her debut, which is very, very interesting. Um, now that there's been a few call-ups um, to the main roster, this leaves a lot of spaces here, and Candice is an interesting character. I- I- have you ever seen her wrestle? Because I know you've been to indie shows when you have traveled to WrestleManias and, and things. Have you ever gotten to see... Uh, I haven't her? actually. She's someone I'm pretty unfamiliar. Oh, okay. With. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've seen her, but I'm still. I would still say I'm unfamiliar with her. I've seen her live, but I'm just. Not, I've seen her with uh, 
Joey Ryan, right? The cute, okay, world's yeah, cutest yeah. tag team. Um, and they've been pretty good. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Um, and I know that you're a big fan of Zelina and her belly button. Oh, the greatest Tommy in sports entertainment today. Um, yeah, she's she's quite lovely. Um, oh, well, she's been called up too. Yeah, which is kind of sad because now I'm going to be watching NXT every week and talking about it. I uh, It's probably for the best. I'm not talking about someone's tummy every yeah, week. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, well, speaking of tummy, Killian Dane is backstage. He's in the dark and scary full sail parking lot as his theme and the bagpipes play in the background. He says... At TakeOver NOLA, Lars, not Ulrich, Lars Sullivan, I have to keep remembering (laughs) that, Lars Sullivan stole his spotlight, so tonight they go one-on-one, no DQ, no exceptions. That is uh, a match we get to see, Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan later tonight. We then go to the Full Sail NXT TV debut of Ricochet, the one and only, um... He's coming hot off his debut at, at TakeOver New Orleans, and, and you you joined me for the review on that on postwrestling.com. I'm pretty excited to see this guy in NXT. I mean, you're talking about how you're going to miss some characters leaving, but you're jumping in at a very, very good time because I don't... You, you've mentioned you're not super familiar with Ricochet. Oh, no, no. I've, I've seen Ricochet a fair bit. Um, I watched the first season of Lucha Underground. So okay, fair. I saw him a lot as uh, Prince Puma. Yeah. And um, I saw him at a Rev Pro show in uh, in London about three or four years ago. Right. Uh, so I've seen him live as well. Um, and yeah, he's he's fantastic. Yeah, like, definitely. I mean, he he definitely blew up with those uh, Osprey matches that that got crazy from New Japan Super Juniors. But I I, I remember it, there was a, an indie show in Toronto a few years ago, like maybe two or three, maybe four, and it was. Chris Saban versus Ricochet was the the headlining match, and John Pollock messages me and says, "Are you going to the show? We're, we need to go to this the show." I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Who's Ricochet though?" And he's like, "Just come to the show. <laughs> It'll be good." And uh, I invited a few other friends who were wrestling fans who were unfamiliar, and they all they all they bought his shirt. They want they bought his autograph. They wanted to meet him. They were blown away, and I was like. A few, it was years ago, and now it's like he's even bigger than that. So I feel like the sky is a limit for this guy. I feel like he's just money, and this is his debut here on NXT. Um, Mauro Ronaldo quickly mentions that Nigel McGuinness is away because he just had a baby, and he's changing the baby's diapers, so he's, he didn't make it to the full sale tapings for this set, which uh, is very funny. But it's Ricochet against Fabian Eichner here. Uh, this starts off with Ricochet hitting his handspring, head scissors, and drop kick combo. He is just so fast. The crowd is taking to him like hot fire. Uh, there's handsprings and flippies, and he lands into a fireman carry, into a gut buster. Uh, there's a huge tilt-a-whirl backbreaker on Ricochet. He sells it like death. Um, my autocorrect on my notes changes Ricochet to literally Rick O'Shea. That, which is very funny. Um, there's a 619, but Morrow calls it a Tiger faint kick. Uh, Ricochet hits then a springboard uppercut, a standing star press, only a two count. And then they're up top fighting, and this is the finish here in a quick match. They're fighting up top. Ricochet throws Eichner to the ground and hits a crazy 630 senton for the win. This guy is going to make this company a lot of money. I, don't, I, I thought this was crazy. Uh, he's fantastic. Um, I I was worried earlier on in the 
match because Percy said Ricochet is a dad. Now, with Roddy turning heel, <laughs> there's an opening for a, a dad gimmick. There's a lot so of dad gimmicks. There is, so I'm hoping they never mention he's a father again. <laughs> wrestlers should not be dads. Um, Remember back in the day, wrestlers didn't have social media and all that, Like, so there was, there's so much mystique to them, and yeah. they, you didn't know about their private life, maybe that so much, but now it's like, oh, I've, I'm married, and I have kids, and it's like... Does it, it take away from that? Yeah, well, it's just not tough. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Look at Heath Slater, though. He's got kids. He's got kids, yeah, and isn't he thriving? You're right. It doesn't <laughs> add anything to this character. It's like, we get it. Everyone has a family. Cool. Yeah. It's it, it's really funny, because um, I'm I'm a huge Twitter person, and uh, there's there's a Twitter war on, on Twitter. Go follow uh, Lars Sullivan. And I and who's it? Lacey Evers or Lacey, Lacey Evans? Yeah, yeah her and Lars and Roddy are all in this Twitter war about uh, about that about having kids in the world of wrestling. And Lars is just chirping the shit out of them, <laughs> saying like, "Yeah, we get it. You have kids. It doesn't make things better." Or worse. Yeah. It's so funny. Go go find it on Twitter. It's hilarious. But you're kind of right. I, I wrote that down too. It just was like, "Oh, okay. He has a kid. Cool. He just he just won a match, but like." I, Especially sort of first, like, debut singles match, I... Maybe we just don't know. We're, yeah. We don't have kids. No, Not that I, sure. I'm aware of, but, you know, we don't have any. Maybe we just don't understand. Maybe when you have a kid, uh, you, you want to fight more for your, your, True. your dream. True. I, I, I have to provide, right? You know what I mean? Like, I have to provide for my kids. So I got to do that 6.30 off the top to make sure I win my match yeah. so I can... Be my baby. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Maybe just don't mention it as much sure. as the Roddy thing. Um, another, I think Percy's improved a lot as well. To oh, be I, I feel he thrives more when he's uh, in the Not two-man the third wheel, yeah. Yeah, because he's got to talk and it kind of forces him to talk more. Uh, although something he said that made me laugh was about Ricochet. His family and his people didn't even believe in him. Yeah. It was... What? Like, his sure his family have already his always kids. been proud when he was... <laughs> his kid's like, nah, dad, you uh, suck. Nothing matters until you're in WWE. Like, nothing uh, happened. Nothing, nothing ever happened. happened until you're here. So his so. family's got the Vince attitude towards him. Apparently. Damn, that's got to be hard. Um, mm. But yeah, just Ricochet's so good. I'm, I'm always uh, in and out with sort of high-flying style. Um, For sure. I'm not... A massive Osprey fan. Yes, we have to we have to discuss this a little briefly because um, we we joke in in our day to day lives when we're out and we're having our conversations over beers about wrestling. You are from the UK, and there is a huge star from the UK named Will Osprey, and you despise this man. You hate this guy. <laughs> you have coined the term Flippy Bellend. Sorry, Bellend. Bellend. Flippy Bellend. Because you 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 don't like Will Ospreay. I I, I mean he's he's crazy talented, but it's too for me. It looks too much like gymnastics. Whereas sure. I feel when Ricochet he's doing the the flippy shit. Yeah. But it's I can see it as offense. Like it yeah. it doesn't look like he's. But Osprey's changing slowly. I mean true, he got true. he got. I mean that match with with, with Skull? Skrull is one of the best matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Sure. Instantly, uh, I am more of a Skrull fan. Uh, the villain is the, the villain needs to be in WWE. He needs to be making money. He is he, he understands wrestling, but I think Osprey you will see in WWE. I, I agree. Apparently he he's has, turned it down, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I still need to see that Riddle match as well, uh, which is apparently... Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Bonkers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I just, I think Ricochet's so good. Um, his uh, springboard uppercut he did earlier yeah. in the match, he seems to float. It's like he moves in slow Spider-Man. motion. Um, He's Spider-Man. But yeah, uh, great debut match um, 6.30 though he's not going to use that for the rest of his career you can't. a 6.30 rotation like there's there was Jack Evans in Ring of Honor back in the day when Roddy was there he would use that move and like that's a scary move you yeah. can, you're not going to be able to do that he's got he's got to come up with like a, a driver or some sort of Absolutely. move right but um, I, I'm I'm super excited to see this guy uh, he reminds me he reminds me of The Rock he just needs to work on his mic skills a little bit but sure I, I didn't think he sounded bad at the no, end no yeah um, he, 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 grab, he goes on the microphone here uh, the, the interviewer here quickly nabs him after uh, on the ramp and he gives a little post-match interview he says that so many stars big names in the WWE have come through NXT he says Bailey, Sami Zayn Seth Rollins he could have picked a few Bigger <laughs> names, I thought. Uh, oh, Seth, you know, huge. He Adam said, Rose. <laughs> uh, he says, they have all become huge stars, and now it's time for me to make a name for myself. So, Ricochet here in NXT, I'm pretty excited. I feel like this is the perfect slot for him. He needs to kind of get his moveset, you know, everything. He needs to sort it all out, develop his character a bit, and then he's ready because. He's been match-wise, he's been having crazy stuff on the Indies oh. in Japan and stuff. So he, there's no reason why he shouldn't be a main eventer. Oh, like, easily, uh, yeah. Main eventing takeovers very soon. Yes, definitely. Um, I, I see him being a champion very, very soon. Uh, maybe not soon, but definitely in the WWE. Um, but but still, you will see Ricochet versus Osprey one day in the WWE ring, guaranteed. I I also noticed his tattoo. Be fearless now. On his chest. Fearless Nikki is single oh, now. Oh, be fearless. <laughs> Damn. How, how do you feel about uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella breaking up? Uh, True love doesn't exist? Yeah. I mean, I think I'd be more devastated if it was Brian Daniel. Well, because, yeah, they uh, kids. I always found Nikki and Cena a bit weird. It was more like a father-daughter dynamic than it was... Yeah, it was strange. But no, it, it's sad. Like, I feel bad for Nikki. Does, like, he... Now that they split up, does he like? He made her sign that contract and all that stuff. Yeah. Does he get the boobs back? <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the contract? You know, it had to do with something to do with kids. Going back to talking about kids. Oh sure, it had to have been. Yeah, like, he didn't, he didn't want that want gimmick. Kids. Yeah, he did, he's like, listen, I've seen what it does to the wrestlers. I don't want to have that. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, that's sad. But uh, Cena will be fine, I'm sure. Cena's gonna marry another. Uh, someone in the industry and they'll be the power couple again or he'll just be John Cena in sure. 20 ways or whatever yeah. he does. Um, last week on NXT we didn't do a show but it was some of the the uh, tapings that they did before the takeover uh, in New Orleans and you were there did you see the, the pre-show yeah tapings? I was there because I knew Kyrie was going to be the first match yes so, um, oh wow we have also something to talk about so last week it was Kyrie Zane versus uh, Lacey Evans yeah, yeah. Um, so what happened in that match Kyrie went over yeah, Kyrie won with um, the elbow drop. Uh, with the uh, yeah, with the elbow, and then posted a picture on Twitter. Did you see the picture of her chest on Instagram? That I mean, sounded uh, <laughs> not, but yeah, she was chopped to shit. Oh, um, so yeah, ouch. Look, uh, I didn't see that photo, but the photo I did see was a photo of you, Davy Portman, uh, at a bar in New Orleans somewhere with your future wife. Hopefully, uh, maybe she'll make you sign an agreement before. <laughs> 
Kyrie Zane, your 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 love of your life in wrestling right now, you got to meet her. How uh, ecstatic were you? So, she, I I'm not really into whole like autographs. No, and, like, I, I'm not even. All that. I um I used to work in a top theater in London, and I've met pretty much every top British actor there is. So I don't really get starstruck. Right. Um, but it's Kyrie freaking Zane. I Kyrie was the only person I wanted to meet. I went to an access session. Uh, got right to the front row for a match and she went to the other side to like do photos and autographs. Oh. I was like, damn. And then uh, WrestleMania day, um, I sneakily got Braden a job. So I had someone to cover my shifts yes. when I was at WrestleMania. Uh, so unfortunately, he didn't get to watch WrestleMania live. Right. So I didn't get spoiled, by the way. That's I, good. No one spoiled WrestleMania for me. I didn't really... Uh, AJ Nakamura was the biggest letdown of wrestling history for me, <laughs> but uh, I still liked the show. Sure. Uh, so then, um, went out. so I I went to WrestleMania. End up in this bar afterwards on Bourbon Street called Razoo's, and uh, dancing away. And then my phone starts blowing up, and it's it Braden who's catching up on the show, and he's on the uh, Charlotte Asuka match, and uh, kind of says like, "I'd really like to take Asuka for a cup of coffee." One day. Yeah, yeah. Words to that effect. Hey, hey, I have met Oscar. Well, kind of. I, I, I've told a story on uh, on this show a few years ago when I was in Florida. I actually was at Full Sail, and I was staring at this woman uh, putting things in her car, and then she turned around and caught me staring at her, and it was Oscar, and she gave me a death stare. I told <laughs> that story years ago. So your story is a bit more easier because you're, you got to get a photo and be happy with this sure. person. Whereas I think Oscar was going to hurt me <laughs> um so yeah my my Braden say oh I really like Asuka and then um literally that second someone goes Asuka's here Asuka's here I'm like I'm gonna really piss off Braden <laughs> not only is he covering my shift and missing Wrestlemania I'm gonna take a photo with Asuka just to piss him off so I I go over to the bar with my friend and I see pink hair and then she turns around and it's Kyrie. Oh. It's not Asuka. And I suddenly... Someone didn't realize it was... Yeah. yeah. I suddenly get all giggly <laughs> and like a little schoolgirl and go up to her and I'm like, hi, Kyrie Zane. <laughs> um, and just tell her how I Deeply think she's fantastic and beautiful. big things are going to happen to her and all this. And she, as I mentioned in the takeover thing, I was dressed like in all my AJ gear. So oh, I had my right. AJ elbow pad oh, and she terrible. was like, hey, that's cool. Oh, no, it's um, not. And I <laughs> was lied. like, yeah, I'm only wearing this one because they don't sell your elbow pad on the store. Ah. And she laughed, and we had a photo, and yeah, she was lovely, and her English is actually really good. Oh, um, so that was pretty much the highlight of your life, my life. Um, <laughs> and then I went back and continued dancing, and all the other NXT people were there, and I didn't care. Shayna Baszler was there, just chugging a beer, like as you do. Velveteen Dream, just floating around, like they were all having a good night. Well, you wanted to meet your girl. Yeah. I, was like, I just want to meet Kyrie, and that's it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure. And my friend said this too. Hey, she keeps looking at you. Oh, yeah. so yeah. all right. Well, to keep us updated on that, your your profile picture on like every social media is this photo yeah. of you and Kyrie Zane. So. I keep sliding into her DMs, but she hasn't. Oh, she hasn't. Has she seen them? No. She because uh, no. like if she sees them, then she's R bombing you. Like, yeah. Not replying. Yeah, no, she hasn't seen them. So oh. she's that's she's busy. She's busy. Yeah. Busy, but that's very uh, lovely story that you got to meet uh, your 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 dream woman, your your favorite 
sports entertainment. Future Mrs. Portman. Well, yeah, hopefully one day. Um, I'm still happy that it wasn't Asuka, because then I would have been so much more <laughs> mad at you. Um, but how we got into this, so so she was there during the, the pre-show matches, the dark matches, mm-hmm. essentially. They aired last week on NXT. Something else that aired last week were the debut, I could say, of the War Raiders. Not War Machine. Not War Machine. War Raiders. I am a huge fan of War Machine. I have followed them in Ring of Honor and New Japan for the past few years. I think they've been tagging for like three or four years. I am a huge fan of them. Every time they would have a match on Ring of Honor TV, it would just blow me away. I've seen them live bunch of times. I, I'm a huge Raymond Rowe fan. Hanson's great too. I just don't know about the name War Raiders. I I thought they might change their name but I thought they'd get rid of War. I thought WWE might not want to have a tag team called War, War Machine. Machine. Well, but they didn't change War. They changed Machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean I'm sure in like a few weeks we'll be used to it. Uh, like I guess. Changes, also, but... like, I, I, if you follow them, uh, I know that uh, Raymond Rowe, he's kind of the, the slimmer of the, the two. Mm. He's tatted up. Um, he is like, uh, I don't know if they're married, engaged, or whatever, to Sarah Logan. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and um, I don't know how to say it with... I, 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 they're, they're Vikings? Sure. Like, they're like modern day... Like, they're into Viking stuff, so they mm. do Viking cosplays, and I, I don't really know much about it, but I follow them on Instagram... And they do a bunch of that. So I feel like War Raiders, with their gimmick, uh, how they come out here with their, their face paint and their gear and stuff like that, um, it's more Viking-esque. Yeah. So maybe that's like the Raiders, right? Like like Vikings, Raiders. I, yeah, I, uh, makes some, sense. Something like that, right? Maybe, yeah. Um, the name is kind of silly, but you're right. Like, after a while, whatever. Just have good matches, yeah. and I'll forget about it. Um, so they are debuting uh, right now. Uh, well, in a few, in in a little bit, but we'll go to that match now, and then we'll talk about what went on during the commercial break. So it's the debut here of the War Raiders, Raymond Rowe and Hanson. Um, they're they're Vikings, like I said. Um, they, I feel like Raymond Rowe is a future like WWE champion. Like I, I'm really big that on high. Raymond Rowe. Wow. I'm telling you, like I, I have, I really enjoyed their work. Uh, I mean, I was, at, they were on the card at Wrestle Kingdom, and they were unfortunately tagged, um, paired with Elgin, <laughs> and oh. there's a, there's some controversy with Elgin. That was that gauntlet. Yeah, there was like thing, a tag yeah. team match, and and uh, the rumors were that they were very unhappy with being put with Elgin. Sure, and because of that whole thing, they were in the match for like four minutes. Mm. And Elgin got eliminated, so they were real. Like I was there at Wrestle Kingdom, and I was like, I wanted to see them like kick yeah. ass. And they did a few spots, and then they were taken out of the match. And like that was the last time they were, they were there. And then they 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 came over to NXT here. Uh, so this is them here. I I think they'll be NXT Tag Team Champions in the near future. Um, but this is their debut here against against uh, the T Birds from Greece. I is got. this yeah? What's going on here? <laughs> Houston with, Domino? The, with the greatest wrestling names ever. JC and Chris. So, <laughs> just Chris. <laughs> Moronalo says JC and Chris, not Casey and JoJo. Uh, that's a 90s R&B hip hop. All my life. Um, yeah, JC and Chris, <laughs> who are dressed like Deuce and Domino, the, the T-Birds, whatever. Like, what? You, you're gonna die, guys. <laughs> what are you doing? 
Uh, these jobbers get messed up right away. Uh, Hansen does his cartwheel clothesline. If you're not familiar with uh, War Machine or War Raiders, uh, if you're bored, go check out some of their Ring of Honor stuff, their New Japan stuff. It, honestly, it's crazy. Uh, the size of these guys and the way they move, uh, oh, so good to watch. Um, there's there's the cartwheel clothesline. There's a pop-up power slam combo. Uh, Raymond Rowe brings the, his fa my favorite move of his, like this float over like judo throw into a knee lift. He connects with that, killing this this... Chris, Chris, <laughs> poor, poor Chris. Um, and then they they hit what is their their finishing finishing move here it seems to be this back suplex. One of them has a guy in the back suplex, and then Hanson off the top rope leg drops the guy, killing this guy. He sold it like he died, um, and uh, that was it. Moro Moro said this match lasted as long as an Instagram story, which is probably true because this was very quick. But um, JC and Chris uh, did not bode well against the War Raiders. I I'm interested in seeing more of these guys. Unfor unfortunately, we don't have uh, Authors of Pain here to, to go against it. That would be a good matchup, I think. I mean, that it will happen. It will, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, maybe Paul Ellering will be the new manager for the War Raiders since he's, he's got nothing to do anymore. Yeah, I mean, Paul Ellering, the and GOAT. You're going to miss him tremendously. Yeah, I miss him so much. I actually, I was watching Raw when he came out and then they sent him away and they left him and Aww. shed a tear because yeah. he's the greatest thing to happen ever. Paul Ellery, <laughs> where are you? Come back to NXT. I say that now, watch. He will come back. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you can marry, uh, marry, uh, manage JC and Chris. Yeah, yeah. JC and Chris need... Uh, uh, some help. Um, we have a, a vignette here for EC3. It's showing clips of like a city and he's saying he's got a lot of money. And um, I, Listen, EC3 is really good on the mic. I think his character is not, I won't say interesting, but he's good when it comes to that. But when it comes to his in-ring, I'm just, it's just very average to me. Um, have you seen any of his work before or? I've not. I've never watched TNA Impact. Don't blame me. Um, not at all. And no one he does. was in WWE during my like hiatus. Sure. Like I took about three years off, and I think that's when he was there. So sure. I I've heard the name. Like I I know just from following wrestling, sort of kind of what he was doing in TNA. But I've never seen a match apart from that ladder match. Yeah. And hey. EC3, he was kind of the lull in that match. Every time he, he was in, like, his spots were just okay and the crowd kind of died. But he can now say that he was involved in a five-star rated match from Dave Meltzer because <laughs> he was part of that match. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to give him a chance. I, I like the character. I, yeah. Like, he's kind of... He debuted sort of as a face, but just this really he's arrogant... Turn. Uh, he'll turn, but I, I like his... It's a different kind of arrogance than Rude used to show. It's sort of... Similar, it's like entitled, uh, yeah, white I, privilege. <laughs> I, yeah, I. It's terrible. I like it. I don't quite know where he's going to slot in. Uh, I can't see him going for the the NXT title. Maybe North American title is his slot. Well, it just shows me how how important is he. Let's look at let's look at this. Is the first tapings from Full Sail. He wasn't even on the show. He got a little vignette, but he didn't have a match. Sure, he's gonna soon, but I'm, I'm sure. But I don't. I, I'm not reading ahead because we're gonna do this show every week. But um, I assume he's wrestling very soon. But I don't know. Uh, he's got to. He's got to kind of show me. I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people agree that he's. He's the character is cool. 
he's good on the mic. He's funny. He, he gets the, the promos over. But when it comes to the match match, he's kind of just there. And his song's a banger. No, his, his song is not a banger. So his song good. is terrible. <laughs> I hate it. Well, talking about bangers, uh, Lars Sullivan is backstage at Full Sail in between some trucks. He says that he will do whatever he wants to Killian Dane tonight because it's no DQ. And he is going to show us why he is a freak of nature. Lars is a freak. He's going to do whatever he wants to Killian Dane. He's a freak. It's a freak. Um, Shayna Baszler is backstage and she has her new NXT Women's Championship on her shoulder. She walks into the women's locker room where uh, uh, Selena or Serena, the, uh, the former uh, CM Punk's, um, uh, the, the girl who uh, shaved her head. Yeah. So she's in NXT here and she's like giving like a little bit of a speech to the whole women's locker room. But Shayna interrupts this and Shayna says, listen, uh, what, what's this still doing here? And finds the cubbyhole, the locker slot of Ember Moon in the Performance Center here, and she tears the name off and puts an Ace of Spades card where the name was, which I like that little mm. that little thing. Shayna should put an Ace of Spades after she beats you, or puts it in, like, you remember how like DiBiase... Like the MWO kind yeah, of Yeah, like yeah. DiBiase used to take the, the dollar bill or whatever sure. and put it in the guy's mouth. She should do that with the yeah, card. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, she says that uh, if anyone here... You know, has a problem, you know, step to me. Like, no matter what you do, you have to come against me, and none of you will make it. And Dakota Kai, um, after Shayna says, So if anyone has a problem with that, like, leave now. And Dakota Kai gets up and starts to leave. And, and Shayna's like, What are you doing? And, and Dakota has, like, a water bottle in her hand. She's like, It kind of looks like she's like, uh, I just want, well, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> need some water. Uh, um, so I guess we're going to see that, uh, Dakota against Shayna in the near future TV program, I'm sure. I feel like Shayna Baszler has to defend her championship against your favorite wrestler, uh, Kyrie Zane. I, I imagine that's where it's For TakeOver. Yeah. Uh, I can't see anyone else. Or Nikki Cross hasn't been called yes, up. Yes, so. that is a true, true statement. Nikki Cross has not been called up with Sanity uh, to SmackDown, so there must be a reason for that. Uh, iconic duo have been called up and they've already made uh, some headlines there. But Nikki Cross, definitely, I would love to... Nikki, I didn't look like Nikki Cross was in this backstage no. thing. I think there's a reason for that. So, uh, yeah, Nikki versus Shayna may be the next program. Maybe she, she Shayna rolls over Nikki and then has to face Kyrie at some next takeover after that. Yeah, so, I can uh, see that. Future, future booking there. And then... Finally, Kyrie becomes. Yeah, nice. Shayna needs a bit of a run before Kyrie yeah, yeah, takes yeah. that title. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Shayna needs to grow on me too, but she is slowly. I think you. I think uh, Dave said it a couple of weeks ago that she's kind of like Mike Tyson the way she talks, and I, I agreed with that. As in, sort of just quite soft spoken and doesn't sound quite as tough as, as she, she is as she looks and her actions. So, okay. I think it's just confidence. It. She needs sure. a bit more confidence with her delivery. Um, I'm just tired of the... Like, there's too many MMA things going on and kind true. of lost in the shuffle there. Like, you have Ronda on the main roster. so it's Yeah. Like, eh. But, I don't know. She, she'll grow on me. I, I like the heel thing. Use the card, the Ace of Spade yeah. thing. Go with that. Stick, stick to that, I guess. Um, someone who definitely uh, did get some sort of confidence is a man named Kona Reeves. There's a vignette here for... <laughs> Kona Reeves, it's basically him just turning to the camera in different angles, smiling, 
and his hair blowing in the wind with jewelry and just teeth. a John Morrison tribute. It's very, it's very John Morrison Velveteen Dream almost. Mm. Um, <laughs> I wrote in my notes here, "LOL, nah, fam." <laughs> I don't yeah. know what this. I think it's trying to be bad on purpose. I. Uh... I, I'm kind of thinking maybe, who was that guy they built up through vignettes for ages and then Joe Dan just Matha. killed yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, Dan Matha. I, I yeah, I can't see much. I actually didn't realize this was Kona Reeves. No, neither did I. Until they said his name, Kona Reeves. I'm like, oh, so you grew your hair out. Okay, yeah. got you. Um, I'm willing to give this a shot. Sure. But what? Reserve judgment. But, <laughs> I mean, we said the same about Velveteen Dream. Exactly. And look at him now. I was so wrong about Velveteen yeah. Dream, and I will I gladly eat my words, because he's become a star. And he's, he's still just getting started. Yeah. No Velveteen Dream on this episode, but uh, we'll, we'll get there, I'm sure. Um, we get a clip of uh, Pete Dunne leaving the Performance Center here. Sorry, can I... <laughs> just looking at my notes, and I put, Who the fuck is shit John Morrison? <laughs> Oh, Kona Reeves. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> there you go. Nah, fam, as my notes say. Uh, poor Kona Reeves. Um, Pete Dunne is leaving... Uh, oh, sorry. This was Pete Dunne leaving New Orleans from when Roddy turned on him. We haven't gotten an explanation there yet. Um, someone says, hey, Pete, Pete, can we have your thoughts on Roderick Strong? He says, listen, I'll return to NXT in a few weeks and I'll give you my thoughts on Roderick Strong. And then I will rip his head off. If you ask me, it sounds like Pete Dunne is going to return to NXT in a few weeks with some friends. And I know uh, it's easy to say because you're British. Uh, I think we know who his friends are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are the JC guy. JC and Chris, right? JC and Chris. <laughs> um, British Strong Style against Undisputed Era. Take my money. That sounds great. I'm excited. Yeah. So Tyler Tyler Bate is can wrestle again. He's yeah, not yeah, injured, he's so. back. Yeah, I saw him in in Nola. Nola yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a, a dream matchup there. I'd say for NXT soup. That's a hot program there. You could you have you have the NXT Tag Team Champions of Undisputed Era and the North American Champion against the uh, UK Champion and then you could go for the tags, you could do all sorts Absolutely. of things. Absolutely. It just sounds like a lot of fun, good matches. All the guys involved are fantastic. So. Like so many different combinations. Exactly. You do six-mans, tags, yeah. one-on-ones. Um. When, when Undisputed Era came into NXT, there was a lot of tease that that was the program we were going to get and they, we, it kind of didn't really... Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of didn't get done, so now they can do it properly, I feel. It can get Pete done. Ah, oh, uh, there you shit. go. <laughs> um, now, to our next match here, the next part of the show, Lars Sullivan against Killian Dane in a no-DQ match. Um, I said after watching the ladder match at TakeOver New Orleans that no one should sleep on Lars Sullivan ever again. And... I still stand... After watching this match, I stand by my statement. Because I hear Lars Sullivan versus Killian Dane. The match starts, and I'm kind of on my phone. A minute in, I put my phone down. For the next remainder of this match, I watched it screaming at my TV. This was, this was a sleeper match for me. I thought this was really fun. I, if you do not watch every week, go watch this and tell me what you think. Because I don't... I like and dislike Lars. He's big. He's kind of green, but... Whoever's helping him backstage 
producing his matches, booking him, they I think they understand. Um, Morrow makes uh, jokes here that it, these two big guys are like the movie Rampage, starring the the, the Rock, uh, which is now in theaters. Can we go see it? Sure. Okay, good. We, can we get lit before we go watch? Yes. All right, good. Um, it's supposed <laughs> to be. It's supposed to be all right. It's supposed to be a good movie. Yeah, my yeah. my mum. <laughs> Your mom watched <laughs> Rampage. No, I I, I skyped my mum the other day and. <laughs> She was like, have you heard of that film Rampage with The Rock? I was like, yeah. And I'm kind of like, I've seen the trailers. And I'm like, eh. She's like, it's meant to be really good. It's like, oh. all right, mum. <laughs> I'll check it out. I want your mum to review Rampage. Rampage. Dwayne, <laughs> we'll get her on. An up next exclusive <laughs> review. Um, well, this was just like Rampage, I'm sure. I used to play the video games and 64 arcade, all that. Yeah. So. This was just like that. Lars Sullivan, Killing Dane. They are monstrous, monstrous men. Uh, it starts off with Killian giving him his huge headbutt. Then they brawl to the outside. Killian hits a suicide dive, which is crazy for his size. Killian Dane kind of looks like Hanson a little bit yeah. from War Raiders. Um, there's like, uh, so the suicide dive, they're on the outside. Lars gets up and hits a suplex on the outside. See, Lars is good. Like, this is what I keep writing. I'm like, see, I, I told you, Lars is good. Uh, he tosses Dane into the ring and hits him with cross-face strikes, then a German suplex, then a, a flying clothesline to the outside. This is crazy. He he busts open Dane in the nose, it looks like. He's bleeding all over the place. Full sail has turned red from these monsters. Um, he goes up top for uh, the flying headbutt, um, but he misses. Uh, there's the Belfast Blitz by Dane. Uh, the back sent on a Vader bomb. This is crazy. There's chair shots. There's world's strongest slams. Um, Dane hits a pump up kick. Then a huge running cross body through a table that was set up in the corner. Uh, just insane. Um, but but Lars kicks out of it because he's a beast. He's a freak. Um, there's chair shots. And, oh, there, so there's Lars is in the corner, s- seated in the turnbuckle, and Dane puts a chair on his face. And Dane goes to the other turnbuckle, like Shane McMahon style, like RVD style. And he teases that he's going to do the the coast-to-coast. Because we've seen him do it before, I believe. Uh, War Games, maybe? Uh, I've I've definitely seen footage of him doing it. Uh, What was his name uh, on the indies? Uh, Big Damo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he he can do this move, which is... Yeah. He's a a big dude. I think this is something he should tease. Like, remember when Hideo started and he'd keep teasing the the GTS GTS and it never happened. And when it did, everyone went crazy. Okay. He should tease this spot. I was going mad at my TV. I'm like, this guy's not about to to do... Because they're teasing that he's jumping... He's doing coast to coast. Whereas there's one turnbuckle to the other... And the drop kick. But as he's climbing up, Lars gets up, throws the chair at him, they punch, they fight, they go crazy, and this is when there's a there's a whole stack of chairs in the middle of the ring. Lars lit does his like Uranagi Lars slam thing on Killian Dane onto the chairs and pins Killian Dane. This was low-key great. This was like like Braun Strowman in, in WWE now is just booked to do like these crazy monster matches, mm-hmm. is what I'd call it. I feel like this is the same territory here. I yeah, I feel we're having a resurgence of big lads wrestling. Yeah, like with War Machine, with mm-hmm. Braun, with Lars and and Dane. Because uh, I've never been interested in the big guys. Me like even as a kid, it didn't impress me that no, someone's no. eight foot tall and ten hundred pounds or whatever. Yeah, like so you'd see a Kane Big Show match, and it wouldn't interest it would, me at all. Shit. Whereas now these these big dudes can move. Yeah, and they're. It, 
I'm so invested in it. And I mean, we watched a few weeks ago that um, Walter Timothy Thatcher match from I think it was Progress Chapter Sixty Four. Right. Yeah. 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 If you want to watch big lads kill each other, oh, that was a war. Yeah. Oh, it was. Check it out. And I think, as I said, a resurgence of big guys wrestling, and it's great. I'm I'm so invested in it now. Yeah, yeah. And, like, this guy, this Lars Sullivan guy, he was just some guy on NXT that we were making fun of because he was throwing people in garbage cans and doing stupid things. And his promo is, is still a little iffy, but it's NXT. It's developmental. Sure. But, like, I, I really like this match for some reason. I, I did, too. <laughs> I, I was like, why did I like this so much? The only thing, I I didn't really like the end. I think Lars needs yeah, a better finish. needs a better finish. move, maybe. He needs a better finish. Um, sure, it, it slammed on the... Chairs, Chairs, but it's yeah. He needs something more devastating. Yeah, yeah. Maybe something cooler because he, he he could definitely he can definitely go. And listen, if I'm wrong about Lars, if Lars never makes it to 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 be champion anywhere or anything, he can charge more for photos at indie shows because he can say that he was involved in a five star match. <laughs> Absolutely, Lars Sullivan. Name your favorite wrestler. Maybe they haven't been in a five star rated match by Meltzer, but you know who has been. Lars Sullivan. Boom. No one can take that away from good old Lars. And to top it off, he's got the same beard as you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mine's better. Yeah. Uh, as a few people who came to um, Agnew's uh, uh, Mania Strikes, Strikes Mania, uh, I was there. Shout out to all the, the listeners, uh, new and old. Um, I had compliments on my uh, Lars Sullivan uh, facial hair, so I'm working on it. But yeah, don't sleep on Lars Sullivan. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, we go to uh, like a backstage vignette kind of thing. Undisputed era. Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. They're all rocking their gold, their championships. They're doing a photo shoot. And uh, Kyle O'Reilly walks into the photo shoot being like, I'm ready for my close-up, baby, or something like that. I love this heel, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, because following him before Ring of Honor, it didn't feel like he had much... Um, like. I don't want to say he didn't have charisma, but he didn't have much of a character other than he was like, I'm going to kick your head off and make you tap out. Now he's like the goofy kind of funny heel. He's, I, I saw a like a compilation video of Carlo. Yes, I, it's, been shared, it? it's been it's, shared a bunch. Yeah, And he's great. Yeah. Uh, and I think he needs to keep doing what he's doing. Yes. Um, I saw him in a PCW show once. So okay. those of you from the UK, Preston City Wrestling, they, they used to do these weekend long shows with Ring of Honor in just a tiny nightclub. Um, but they do they do the whole weekend. So they do like the Friday night. Damn. Stay in Saturday, the club. Sunday? Everyone gets drunk. And then they do a Saturday afternoon show <laughs> where the crowd's hung over. The wrestlers are hung over. And this is the first time I saw Kyle O'Reilly where, ah, he's comedic and he might not have meant to, but he was so pale and hung over <laughs> on the, Committed on to the, the apron. Gimmick. Bobby Fish would tag him in. He'd eat a forearm and then just go, nope. And tag him um, so yeah, he's definitely got this comedy stuff and it's quite subtle at the moment. He's not saying much, but yeah. it's the facial expressions. It's the playing the guitar on the, uh, yes, on the belt. Yes, doing the guitar. Yeah, thing. I, it's very NWO. It the is. music is very NWO. It's fine. It's good. It's um, working, I it, think. I, I think so too. It's finally clicking for me. Yeah. It wasn't at the beginning. Now it's making more sense. I think adding Roddy right now with the injured Bobby is, is good. Bobby's still there. He's still hanging out with them, mm. even though he's he's hurt, which is still good. Um, there's four of them, which maybe you know, four, you know, four maybe a crowd, mm. but for right now, it's super great. Um, it says it says here that next week, undisputed era 
will be here in Full Sail Live to give us some answers. And if that is not enough to, to draw you in next week for the first ever North American Championship defense, we will see Adam Cole, baby, against Oni Lorcan uh, on NXT. Um, this sounds lit. I'm excited. Yeah. Oni Lorcan's not had a bad match. No, I don't, I don't, ever. <laughs> on paper, I don't know why he deserves it, because he's not won anything. But, um, but yeah, that match is going to be great. He's so um, good. NXT has clearly, finally, really found the groove in doing in booking it like an indie show. Like, okay, what do we have? We have all these wrestlers. Okay, we're going to throw them into a ladder match. And there's a new title there. Okay, what are we going to do? You're going to defend it against like one of the guys who always has a good match. Like the the way things are booked now is like a is is indie show but with good production. It's like a Ring yeah. of Honor show but good production. Like it's always been like that, but now they've found the formula and it's in their this "Quote unquote new era, whatever is going on, is working completely. Like they have my attention, one hundred percent. We have a video package for Candice and Zelina. This is great. It's showing um, all the things that Zelina and Andrade have done to to screw with Gargano for like the past year, essentially. You know, with the Champa and, and all that stuff. Uh, the video package is really great." Um, it's showcasing that, you know, Candice got involved with a few things and how they've been brawling and now they get to face off uh, one-on-one in their debut matches here. Um, the, it, it starts out here, just the, the women are there and, and the guys are not by their sides. They don't come out with them. They're not ringside. They're nothing. They're not there. It starts with Zelina shoving Candice in the face, uh, but then gets some sort of inverted chest buster thing and Candice goes up top really early on in this match like right away but I spoke too soon because your favorite wrestler maybe maybe Andrade Cien Almas is there he's trying to distract uh, Candice Zelina then dumps her onto the mat but now Johnny Wrestling runs down and both guys are there to to fight for their woman they're they're there ringside um, and this is where Zelina throws Candice seated, seated into the turnbuckle and hits the walls to the face, connects with it, but only a two count. She then picks up Candice and goes for the Andrade hammerlock, but Larray fights out, goes to the top rope, hits a huge missile dropkick, almost taking taking the face right off Zelina, um, and then does the head scissors into the Gargano escape and while Zelina is in that move, Andrade slides into the ring to try to break it up. But Gargano runs in, does a head scissors on him, locks in the Gargano escape. They both tap out instantly. Canis LeRae wins her debut match. This was a great little, fun little match here. Um, Zelina, Andrade, see you on SmackDown. Uh, this is now the era of... Uh, Candice wrestling and Johnny wrestling here in NXT. That this match was really fun. It was quick, but it was yeah. I I know you wanted to see more of Zelina. <laughs> always in her belly button. And doesn't Andrade look good in a suit? Yes, definitely. Um, I was slightly underwhelmed, to be honest. It was just considering like, how long this story. I I get they're just trying to wrap it up and yeah, move on. That's exactly it. I I thought the guys got involved too early. But Fair. I get, I get it. This it's was an very quick. Show. Yeah, it was this very was very quick. quick match. It was very easy, and to like blow off the feud essentially Fair. that quick, I was a bit ah. Eh. But I get what they're doing. It's time to move on. That story's over. Yeah, I know. You, you know, we got some uh, when you filled in for the New Orleans show. We got some feedback because you, you're you're. 
your controversial statement <laughs> about Andrade Cien Almas is is that is is what? Um, you think Andrade? I, I think he's better than Omega. You think Andrade Cien Almas is better than Kenny Omega? It's a it's a bold it's a bold statement. And W H Park tweeted me Does to it? say he agrees. Yeah, but W H Park is a, is a hater. <laughs> w H Park is a cynical cynical man. I I, I love you, W H. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like people agree with you. Hey, I've t- like it's a you're on a, you're don't you're, get me I'm, wrong. I love Omega. Yes, he's yes. great. I'm just I've I've been watching more of Andrade and I've yep. I've been to two of his matches this year. One five star match. One what was it four and a quarter? I he's, mean, those don't matter anyways. I, I, I they five star matches. We have a, a thing that we like to do sometimes when we're pre game before we're going out. Sometimes on like Friday and Saturday, we go through matches that we think deserved five stars and then we watch them and try to see like yeah but you know i feel like the biggest one is taker sean from mania 25 everyone's didn't yeah. get five stars but uh, and melina alicia fox oh yeah it didn't get five stars no oh that's travesty yeah. um i i really feel like andrade is great uh, so He's don't so get good. me wrong don't do do not but we'll see what he does now on smackdown yeah i really hope he doesn't get lost in the shuffle because smackdown is stacked yeah, yeah it is but it's stacked because of him True. So I feel like he will find a, a spot. I hope he doesn't turn into like Alberto Light because he's better than Alberto. He's better than Alberto. And he is way better if than Alberto. If they're looking to tap into that market again, like they tried with Alberto, like they tried. They're trying with, with Sin Cara again, apparently. They just re signed Sin Cara and they want to push him again. Like, really? What? Why? Just do it. Maybe they're going to feud with Andrade. Sin Cara Andrade could be cool. Like for a starting feud. Sure. I don't know. I, I feel like he'll be okay. I feel like he'll be all right. And we'll get to see Zelina on SmackDown. So. Yeah. But they're gone off NXT. And uh, it's always sad to to pour a little out for the, the call-ups yeah. on NXT. But uh, Johnny grabs the microphone after this match. And he says uh, how great it is for Candice to, to win and, and to, to finally get rid of Almas and Zelina. It's over. But now I have something to say. Alistair Black. I am challenging you because I was screwed out of the championship and I deserve... And Aleister Black's music hits. Dude dude was clearly watching the show. Aleister Black comes out in his best Johnny Cash, the man in black with the NXT championship on his shoulder, shining gold. He looks clean with this. All black, looking like a total G. He grabs a microphone. He says, Johnny, if you want it, then next week you shall have it. Next week, Johnny Gargano versus Alistair Black for the NXT Championship. Oh my goodness. Take I my money. can't wait. Yeah, that sounds really good. I, I thought they might save this for a takeover, but clearly they're going to go yeah. in a different direction. I feel like... Uh, I feel like... Uh, uh, <laughs> as he's calling himself on Twitter now, uh, Tommy Entertainment... Have you heard of this? I have not. Uh, Tomasa Champa says that I'm not a wrestler. I am a sports entertainer. So from now on, my nickname is Tommy Entertainment to go against Johnny Wrestling. Right. I feel like that. I, I, I made reference that maybe that storyline isn't over yet. I still feel like that storyline isn't over yet. Sure. Clearly. Uh, it's just too early to have just a TV title match. But this match sounds great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, next week NXT is a stacked show, if you ask me. Uh, just those two matches alone yeah, two sound huge very, matches. very interesting, so do not miss that. 
Uh, this was a great episode, especially just jump in here, uh, Davey. You, you got a good first episode. Yeah. I thought this was fun. Um, but we can see what our, uh, our listeners uh, see because I have a uh, feedback forum, uh, if I find it. One second. All right. You can go to our forum boards, which will be posted um, every Wednesday night when NXT airs at 8 o'clock on the, the network. We'll have a, a, a feedback forum posted there. You can also tweet us. Um, I'm at the Brady. You on Twitter, right? I am at Davey Portman, D-A-V-I-E Portman. Same Excellent. as my Instagram. Excellent. Um, so you can tweet us or you can go on this. It's forum.postwrestling.com and just look for the up next with the date. You'll probably be at the top and just write what you think about uh, this week's NXT. We love taking your, your, your questions, your mailbag, whatever you want to call it. Um, so let's go into this. I'll just read them right now because uh, I have the computer here. Alex K from Toronto. Hey, Braden and Davey P. While I am sad that bartender Dave has left the show, I would compare it to a great sports franchise. You don't rebuild, you reload. Yes, I mean, this is, this is, this is up next. This is basically the NXT of the post-wrestling podcast. And we don't move forward. I mean, no. <laughs> we don't move backwards. We move forward. So, uh, yes, um, I have replaced one bartender, Dave, with another. You're like fake diesel. No, no, wait. That's a, that's a bad comparison. Let's take that back. Um, this week's NXT was good, but seemed to cram a lot of stuff that resulted in some stuff being hurried. Most importantly, the main event. I thought it was longer, but it could have been better and maybe less interference. Um, he says that Almas and Gargano did not need to be there. So he agrees with you in that sense. He says, I enjoyed the EC3 and Kona Reeves and undisputed era vignettes as ways to promote them when they're not actually on the show because I can only watch so many WWE Shop Zone ads. He says Shayna's punk out the rest of the punk out to the rest of the women's division was interesting with no one standing up to her and Dakota running away running away scared. Besides Kyrie Zane, do you guys see anyone that you can buy as a serious contender? I think we agreed that Nikki, Nikki Cross, Cross. I'm is, trying to think who else there is. Well, for right now, it's definitely Nikki. I think that's it. Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Up next is Jesse from The Six. He says, greetings to Brayden and the new co-host. This was an insus... Jesse from The Six uses words I don't... In... Inconspicuous? Inauspicious. In oh, my word. Jesse, you just know that I can't read big things. Come on. Uh, this was uh, an inauspicious episode to review for the new era of Up Next. Yes, he is right. He says, Lars Ulrich Sullivan versus Kelly and Dane was boring because they're both boring. Yeah, Jesse from The Six does not like Lars. But you know what? It's okay to be wrong sometimes, Jesse. <laughs> it's fine. You you can be wrong. Candice LeRae versus Zelina was decent, but could have been better under different circumstances. And Kona Reeves and his new gimmick is utter trash. I haven't read the spoilers, but I assume a heel Ciampa disrupts the match next week, and that's a tough situation for Black because he's a face and he's over, but everyone becomes a heel when you face Johnny Gargano. I feel like that's true. That's Especially true. in Full Sail or anything, anywhere. He's just the biggest baby face. Like, we, And you don't get those baby faces anymore. Everyone no. wants the cool heel, yeah, yeah. and it's it works great for Johnny, to just yeah. like have just a really nice guy be good and liked <laughs> uh he says out of all the nxt call-ups this week uh which ones do you like going forward and who do you think might struggle 
in our call-ups here. All our babies have left, and we, we've lost all these NXT stars. I think Andrade and Zelina will be fine, just because the cream will rise to the top. Like, he, he's good. He's so good. And he has good matches. And SmackDown is going to have a ton of good matches in his future. But um, Ember Moon might get lost in the shuffle, I feel. Um, I just don't know what... Where do you go with... Like, you were the champion here, and you weren't the kind of the... You, you followed in Asuka's footsteps, so you instantly are, like, not that level. And then now you're brought up and you're still not at that level. And so. same brand as Ronda. So yeah, you're, it hurts you. that ceiling for her? Yeah, yeah. Are they going to be adding women's tag titles to the main roster? Because the rumor is that with Ronda and Natty and, and, uh, and all that. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you go. Who else was called up? I mean, you have authors. You had Iconics the week before. Um, Fair. Who I think are great. I think so they're going to do yeah. well. Um, authors of Pain are going to do good. I, I think Sanity could struggle. Yeah, Sanity's on SmackDown, right? They're on SmackDown. It's, I mean, we saw what happened with the Wyatts, and I put them in a similar bracket as that. I, I'm not a fan of the uh, Bludgeon Brothers, whatever the hell that is. It's yeah. just stupid. Like, I don't like it. I think it's dumb. Um, the War Raiders are way better than them, <laughs> in oh, my yeah. opinion. I like Harper. I just don't like uh, Owen. I don't even know his yeah. name. I don't like him. He's not good. Um, but yeah, Sanity is kind of... Uh, you're right. Trying to think who else has gone up. Um, there's been there's been a few. Oh, Drew. Hey, he had a pretty cool debut on Raw, so... It's... Yeah. It's, it could be... It could lead to something. With I'm not golf, a huge, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge Drew fan, but it, it was no, cool. That Claymore zigzag thing was... Yeah, cool, it was really though. cool, so... Um, we'll I think they all could do pretty... I'm, I'm going to say Sanity. It's a struggle. Yeah. He says, uh, P.S. Braden, did I see you outside of Sneaky D's at 2 a.m. on Saturday night? Yes, uh, we were. Me and you both were. Or you were just on your way there for the 4 a.m. at uh, Hideout. Uh, hideout. Uh, yes. Why didn't you say hi, Jesse from the Six? Uh, shout out to anyone in uh, this beautiful city of Toronto. If you see me, talk to me. You're allowed to... S- I-, I love when people say hi to me. There was a guy at... Uh, was it a Two Strikes or Mania Strikes or whatever? And he came up to me and he said, Hi, Braden. I'm Braden. And I'm like, oh... What? And he said that his, he's a listener of the show and he spells his name the exact same way. So shout out to that, Braden. Um, next up is Jalen from Pickering. NXT was good, but I kind of felt like it was a one and a half hour show crammed into an hour, especially with the main event. Kona Reeves gimmicks looks corny as hell, but it looks like it could be like that on purpose. So I'm on board and ready to laugh. All the packages and backstage, backstage segments were great, especially Undisputed Eras. They look like they're having fun. He says, do you think Bobby Fish could get lost in the group, especially when he's the third best wrestler and the second best promo? If if you, if uh, Jalen here thinks that Bobby Fish is the third best wrestler in the group, then maybe Bobby will end up being their like manager or something. Like, if, like I said earlier, four of them is a lot, but I don't know. And he's out for a while, isn't he? If he is, then um, just ride it out. Who cares? I mean, it's good. He's still on TV. Yeah, he's still I think there. That's gonna help. If him. he wasn't, if he wasn't on TV, then you'd then you'd be worried for him. But they're pushing it as a, a unit, yeah. as a group. So I think he's all right. I think he'll be okay. Uh, Pappy in Dallas. When EC3 made his first appearance in NXT, it seemed clear to me that his gimmick is that of a cocky heel who flaunts his status, wealth, and body. It hit me that EC3 is what Tino Sabatelli wishes he was. <laughs> Do you think this hurts Sabatelli? It seems like he could learn a lot from EC3, but on the other hand, they're the same gimmick, and that's why Sabatelli is now going to be a jobber. 
Uh, I think he was a jobber before. Yeah. <laughs> He's been there forever yeah, as well. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Um, I don't know. I don't like the this character in wrestling is like boring for me now. Yeah. Like uh, the Bobby Roode came in and like I'm rich and like I'm like Ric Flair light. Uh, it's just like okay, cool. EC3 is like he's kind of more cheeky. He's kind of like he's kind of a prick. He's he's rich. Like like to me, it's like yeah, he's the wealth and and he's good looking and stuff like that. I, I just when it comes to I I like wrestling for the 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 matches and he just doesn't deliver for me. So sure. if he does, then hey, I, I'll admit I was wrong. But whatever. I mean, he wasn't a five star match though. So that's it. Uh, that is all the feedback we got for this week. Again, you can post your feedbacks every Wednesday night on forum.postwrestling.com. Uh, we'll probably try to aim to do the shows on Thursdays so it can be up on Thursdays on postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, yeah, that's it. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Um, just thank you for having me. Uh, <laughs> I hope I'm not disappointing to people i've got big shoes to fill uh, in bartender dave um and yeah i just and also with the build-up i just didn't want to be like a ray mysterio coming in at number 30 yeah true let down so uh i hope you enjoyed it today uh i'll be here again yes (laughs) you will be um i have i i was very adamant on uh bringing you in because you you have become a a friend of mine and and you are a big mark you're a bigger mark than me you're a bigger mark than most of us so you deserve to talk about wrestling on a nerdy podcast show with me so (laughs) wrestling's nerdy wait what what Um, so thank you for uh, joining. Thanks to you guys listening, all the, the tweets and all that stuff. Uh, postwrestling.com, again, uh, thanks to John Away. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, the Bray D. Uh, you're on Twitter, Instagram, right? Yeah, at Davey Portman. Cool. We'll get your uh, we'll get your followers up now. You're gonna get you're gonna get people messaging you and following you now. All your, you have to you have to see the photo of you and Kyrie Zane though. So go f- follow Davey and find that photo and, and like it and comment on it because it's amazing. Um, and I'm envious and jealous. So we will be here on post wrestling every Thursday with Up Next in the new era, the new era of Up Next. So uh, thank you again. Uh, I love you all. Be safe. Ahoy. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.